Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Vitoria Espirito Santo, Brazil, is Andre Perez. Andre is a professor and privacy and compliance consultant. And today we're going to be talking about Brazilian privacy laws. First, Andre, before we get started, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. First of all, I would like to thank you for the invite. It's always a pleasure having the opportunity to share some knowledge with you. Oh, and it's always an appreciated one. I think people don't at first understand the size of the Brazilian economy and the importance of it. And, and frankly, Brazil is the second biggest country by membership for the association. So we're going to talk today about Brazil's data protection general regulation or LGPD as it is known. What are the data privacy principles established by it? Perfect. Well, our data protection law established 10 principles. The first three of them have a lot of synergy with one another. For example, the first one is purpose. That demands that data should only be processed for legitimate, specific, explicit, and informed purpose. The second one, adequacy, says that the data process, processing activity should be adequate to the purpose informed to the data subject. And the third one, necessity, demands the limitation of the processing activity to the minimum necessary for the accomplishment of its purpose and using only, that's very important, only the data that are relevant and not excessive in relation to the purpose of the data processing activity. So. You can start to imagine that companies may not do as they have done before to just held uh, privacy for uh, private information and to later figure out how they are going to use it now because of the purpose principle you can only help data and process in uh, different kinds of, of processing activities, this data, if you have a purpose that is explicit, legitimate, and informed to the data subject. The fourth principle is free access, which grants easy and free consultation on the particularities of the processing activity, such as, for example, which data is being held, for how long the data will be held by the company, what kind of data processing activities are going to be performed? Is there, are there any third parties involved or not? Among other particularities. The fifth principle would be data quality. A very known um, principle for cybersecurity that demands accuracy, clarity, relevance, and constant update of the data being processed. The next one, is the principle that's called transparency, also a very important one. This principle demands that the company is able to give clear, precise, and easily accessible information to the data subject about the processing activities being performed. So for example, a company could do, uh, could, could attempt this principle by having in its internet page, a uh, privacy policy where it can publicly uh, inform your customers and employees and other data subjects 
about the particularities of the processing activities that are being performed by the company. The next two principles that I would like to talk about, they also have a lot of synergy with one another. The first one is security that demands the use of technical, physical, and administrative measures, such as firewalls, uh, access controls, also privacy policies, procedures, training, communication, and monitoring, monitoring actions. All of this to protect personal data from unauthorized access and accidental or illegal situations of destruction, loss, alteration, or dissemination of personal information. While the prevention principle, the other one that is, has a lot of synergy with security, this principle requires the adoption of measures to prevent damage for the data subject due to the processing of personal data. So you can see how, the, how both of them relate. I think we have already talked about eight principles. We have still two more to go. <laughs> the last two <laughs> principles are non-discrimination, that is the impossibility of processing data for illicit or abusive and discriminatory purpose. This is very important for companies that are processing data in an, automat in, in, in an automatic fashion. And the last one is accountability, which demands demonstration by the data processing agent of the adoption of effective measures capable of evidencing compliance with the applicable privacy regulations. Uh, also a principle very uh, much known for uh, for us uh, compliance professionals. Well, listening to those 10 principles, two things struck me is one, uh, you know, they're all an argument for a more considered approach to the collection of use of data. And then secondly, um, you can't help but notice the similarities to the GDPR and other laws that are already out there around the world. Uh, you know, there's great consistency there. Let's drill down a bit um, on, onto the subject of data subjects. What rights are data subjects accorded specifically? Well, OGPD accord a lot of rights to data subjects. But if I could name the main ones, I think that it would be certainly the confirmation of the existence of data processing activities. This one uh, enables all the other rights access to personal data held by the organization that is processing your data, the correction of incomplete, inaccurate, or even outdated personal data. You can see how this right is, is important when you think about some person that is trying to get a loan in a financial institution. If your financial situation got better since the last time the financial data was collected from you by the financial institution it is in your in your interest it is beneficial to you when this data is updated because your financial situation has improved and you will uh, have better chances to get a loan or get a loan in, in better conditions also another right is anonymization blocking or deletion of data that is unnecessary, that is that wasn't abiding with the necessity principles that we, we talked about earlier, or that 
the, the data that was processed in violation of the provisions of LGPD. Some other rights are the data portability, it's a, a new one and very important one. Data portability to another service or product provider upon the request of the data subject. And also the deletion of personal data processed with the consent of the data subject and another right that is also important and brought by LGPD is the information about to which third parties, the organization has shared the data subject personal data. And finally, if I could name a, a last one, I think it would be the revocation of the consent privilege given by data subject. Also a very important right that uh, gives a lot of control for the data subject when the data is being processed uh, with the consent of the data subject. So that's a significant uh, set of rights. Now, does the law only apply to data collected or processed in Brazil, or does it apply to data on Brazilian citizens anywhere in the world? That's a very important and tricky question because the scope of LGPD reaches both companies established in Brazil as, uh, as well as those that are headquarters abroad. But when these companies perform data processing activities in Brazil or offer products and services to individuals who are in Brazilian territory, even if the companies are not, at the time of the collection. So just imagine, Let's pretend that you are an American <laughs> and that you once, uh, once a year come to Sao Paulo in Brazil and give some lectures about compliance. Now imagine that while you are here in Brazil, you decide to, to download an app and contract a service or a product from an American company or an European company that does not have any physical structure here in Brazil. But because you were here, you are not a Brazilian citizen, but you were here in Brazil at the time that the data was collected, the LGPD would be applied to this data processing activity. So finally, um, where should compliance teams focus first to make sure their organization complies with the LGPD? Well, I think first of all, we need leadership support as well as for a compliance program or any other initiative in the company. Without it, without leadership support, it won't be successful. The company should also search for a private professional to hire as its data protection officer or encarregado <laughs> as the WGPD called this professional. So companies may look for a professional with privacy, legal, and cybersecurity knowledge, as well as with professional certifications and experience. Another subject to focus is training and communication of essential data, uh, data privacy definitions. Because there are a lot of new definitions that came with the Brazilian law, and that these definitions were not known by Brazilian business, business manager and employees before the law was set. So there is a, a lot of misinformation and a lot of difficult on understanding 
how the law applies and what should I do in my company's operation to be law abiding with LGPD. So training and communication of essential data privacy definitions is a very important step to help. This is another step that I think it's also very relevant. Mapping the data. This will help the company understand the data processed in its operations and the flows through which the information travels uh, inside the company's operations and even outside with data being shared with third parties. With the information that is gathered with the, this data mapping activity, it will be possible to register the data processing activities performed by the company and also to identify which lawful basis it's a very important obligation brought by LGPD that has also some correspondence in the European GDPR. And so to identify which lawful basis authorizes them, these data processing activities should be performed. It also helps company to help the companies to identify its level of adequacy or to the relevant privacy obligations. And of course, most importantly, what actions the organization must take in order to increase its level of compliance. And last but not least, <laughs> the company should identify the data privacy risks inherent to its operations so that the applicable actions to manage those risks can be taken. A lot of steps, but it's a lot of steps that are consistent with others taken both with a broad range of compliance risks, but also uh, throughout data and you know, as you were talking about mapping, one of the key issues I hear over and over again from compliance people is a large part of the challenge is just finding out where the data is and where it's moving, because often yeah. there's really no way to track all of it. It hasn't been done in the past. Well, Andre, thank you for sharing information about the Brazilian Data Protection General Regulation, or LGPD. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletel from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.